who was sent out here to do a story? To do a story about what? Uh, as you can see, there's construction underway here. Uh, they've dug out a little bit. There's water has accumulated. Traffic's backed up. And the city decides of Houston, there's always traffic. So what's the big fucking deal? What the fuck are we doing out here? I ask you, what in the fuck are we doing here? I really... No, I really want to... i got some bad ideas in my head, I just... Cookies need love, like everything does. <laughs> and I will tell you, it's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the, um, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. <laughs> The pineal gland, why? Dr. Pretorius believed the pineal was a dormant sensory organ. The sixth sense. Yes. Well, that's not a new theory. The philosopher Descartes believed it was the third eye. It's not a theory. It's a fact. Yeah, I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I mean, look, we can all get into sort of feeling, you know, sorry for ourselves or having a pity party about the past or what's happened. It's just not worth it because it affects the present and it affects the future. You can't sort of play into that sort of stuff. Welcome to Pop Culture Purgatory. Hey everybody, welcome back to Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy. This is Deason. And on this episode, we're going to do a little, a little short, it's going to be a short episode this time, but we're going to be talking about a, a brand new movie, which is um, a remake of a Danish film? Yes, yes, Danish. Yeah. Came out in like 2018. Yeah, um, uh, it's on Netflix now. Uh, it's called The Guilty um stars jake gyllenhaal uh there's some voices from certain people like uh, uh paul dano which is interesting ethan yeah. hawk uh paul sarsgaard uh bill burr um even uh david castanada which i've seen his face before too he's kind of a younger guy which i think he plays the partner to um to Ah, uh, okay okay yeah tim yeah tim you know hey partner but um so um, uh, uh, this is directed by Anton Fuqua, and the screenplay is by Nick Pizzolato. Uh, but I guess it's just based off the you know the Danish movie. But anyway, yeah, he wrote the screenplay uh, for it. But you know, I okay. guess you know, just kind of change dialogue for American situations and shit. Right, right, right. So uh, the plot is a troubled police detective devoted to a nine one one operator duty scrambles to save a distressed caller during a harrowing day of revelations and reckonings. And uh, we have a movie that's based. We have a movie which I I love this concept. The movie that basically takes place in one day. Yes, uh, I mean, have, go ahead. If, if it doesn't even feel like a whole like course of a day too, but you know what I mean. Like it's weird how the time kind of jumps and then feels like it almost stands still sometimes. Right, right, right. I mean, I'm, I'm just half, maybe probably half a day or whatever. I don't know. Or later in the day, but it all takes place at one time. There's no, there isn't any like, uh, there's just very limited. And there, there are scenes where you see things happening outside of the office, but it's more like a sort of like Jake Gyllenhaal seeing how that situation could possibly go down in his mind. Yeah. You know, you know how that, uh, you don't really know if that actually looks like that, you know, but you could see it, you know, um, I agree. <clears throat> But so I, I can kind of consider this thing um, uh, kind of like uh, a, a rear, like I was telling you about last night, a kind of a rear window sort of situation. It's not, you know, it, you know, James Stewart has the binoculars. He's sitting in the, the, the apartment looking across the way and he's kind of just seeing something and, 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 and making up possibly what's going on, you know, in his mind, even though here, 
um, he's on the uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's on the phone with with the people. Um, right. it's, it feels it's, it feels similar to that in a, in a way, just like just a, an idea of it. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, and it reminds me so much of cellular, you know, cellular. God, if I could say that word. With oh, Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, Kim, but, I mean, it's you know, facing her. Yeah, yeah, definitely more action. I'm pretty sure Jason Statham's the bad guy in that one. <laughs> He's the bad guy in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the only movie he's a bad guy in, but um, um. Uh, I, I thought I still like cellular. I mean, they're very similar and just, you know, he accidentally gets a phone call and it's just from some lady who's been kidnapped. You know what I mean? So like, right, that's right. pretty, there's way more action in cellular than there is in this. There, well, yes, definitely. This is not an action movie at all. So. No, no, it's, it's a hard drama, really. Yeah, I mean, but it's very suspenseful. It's super suspenseful. Yes, I, I agree. Um, I, uh, but, um, there could be some spoilers here for you guys. If you if you guys don't listen to this, please, I, I really implore you to go to Netflix and watch this. It's only like an yeah. hour and 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah, uh, like right under an hour and a half long, and it's it's super fun to watch. And yeah, you, I don't want to spoil it for you, but we are going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, there's really no way around it. We need to talk about the, the certain aspects of this thing, because if we did do that, I mean, this podcast, this episode would be like maybe like 10 or 15 minutes long. So, uh, but um so we have a this sort of um, uh, we, we don't really absolutely for sure know if he's disgraced or whatever this Jake Gyllenhaal's character Joe what he's done, but the feds are involved and that's never a good sign. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but um, he is on nine one one duty and he's taking phone calls from you know at, as a nine one one operator would do, but he's not like a regular nine one one operator because he's a cop. So um, it's very interesting to see that kind of side of it. Um, I think it would be I feel like it would have been a lot more hectic, but I can still see the problems that would, you know, be there as a 911 operator. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, buddy. Um, but um, I'll, I'll say first off, and I know you agree with me because we talked earlier today. Uh, I think Jake Gyllenhaal, man, he kills it hard in this thing. Oh, yeah. He's a great fucking actor. Yeah. I mean, it, it feels like the guy like we're gonna watch witness him have a panic attack on on screen, man. Like, right, right. He is just so intense, you know, and it has to be for the role. But you know, to think that he is just kind of doing all of that with just being on the phone, but still getting you know a good actor's performance out of it is just insane. I agree, and and you know, a person who has to act uh, mostly with somebody who's probably not there, but probably the director or the background, somebody or, just talking, yeah, yeah. talking in the background. He's got to react to all that shit. And there's a lot of, um, it's almost like green screen in a way, talking to a fucking like tennis ball, you know, like he's got to react to all that stuff. And there's a lot for him to react to like a, like a lot because he's going, um, so at, 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 at this time in, in place where he's at in his life, he's going to court the next day. And right. his his wife has left him. He's got a picture of his daughter in the front of his phone, um, and uh, he's got a lot of a lot of shit going on in his head. And you can tell the man is he he's also besides anxiety and the stress, I mean, he's also got asthma. Um, <laughs> and I love the fact that he uses the asthma inhaler as like a stress ball. Yeah, dude, I was thinking yeah. he's gonna break that thing in half. Yeah, or me too, man. Crumble that bitch into pieces. <laughs> Good lord. Me too, man. Me too. Um. But um, and you know, at first, you know, it's kind of set like on the backdrop of when the wildfires were real bad in California, and I thought yeah. maybe 
when he's first doing the asthma, I thought maybe that was going to be related to the fires. Like he was, me too. Me too. Maybe yeah. you know because he's recently demoted. You don't you know like you were saying with the FBI the investigation, you don't really know what's going on. So when I saw that inhaler, that's what I first thought it was going to be was something related to the fires, and that's just like right. completely not the case. <laughs> no, and I also thought at one point I'm sure maybe you thought this too. Like, like, like at some point when he gets off work, he's gonna do, he's gonna he's gonna do this all himself. He's gonna leave the building. He's gonna go find that, this, I did find too. Stuff, and he's was, gonna, and the fire and the smoke is gonna fuck with his fucking lungs. Yeah, you know, for like, sure. And no, they didn't. I almost kind of feel like they wasted a plot point there. Like, a, <laughs> yeah, me too. Man. I, I feel like that would have been. Oh, excuse me. I feel like that would have been more fun, or just to have like a last little scene of him kind of getting more involved. But I guess you know it kind of takes away from the emotional impact of how everything right. plays out. Right, but I also think that would have been. I, I've never seen that yet in a movie, so that would have been really interesting to see a guy go out with this. You know, the air is polluted with smoke, and he's trying to do. He's trying to you know. Uh, figure something out in the open, in the wild, and he had this this you know hill fire going on in California, and he cannot breathe correctly, and he's trying to he's you know trying to breathe and and sort of uh, comp- compartmentalize everything in his head, and you know he's having panic attacks because he can't breathe right. I've never seen that before. Also, I was like, oh, this ex- this is really exciting, you know. Um, but I agree. The movie didn't go that way, but it's still exciting. So. Yeah, but I, I man, I I literally was thinking, I'm thinking about like the 25, 30 minute mark. I was like, oh, I bet he's gonna bell out of here, and you know, he's not getting anywhere with the phone, so he's gonna take the information, go out on the street, and actually look. Me for too. It. <laughs> Which I, I think would have been cool, but like you said, it's still it's still a good movie. Yeah, I think it. I think you're. I I I feel like you're right. You're more right because I think that would would have been more interesting because we had never seen something like that before. But what we get is still really interesting. Yeah, for sure. I have um, a feeling Kyle's going to watch this too, and I feel like whenever he watches it, he's going to have the exact same feeling. Same as thought, well. yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, um, I, 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 um, uh, so he gets it. So, so Jake Gyllenhaal eventually gets this phone call uh, from a woman, and she's saying, "Hey, baby, good night, baby. I love you. Mommy knows she loves you." Like that, and he kind of and, and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal starts to question it after a while. And well, yeah, at first he think I'm assuming you know he's getting all you get all these other weird calls too, so it's a preface oh, yeah. it. And I like that. Um, Me too. You can tell like he thinks it's going to be another one of those like bullshit calls, basically. Yeah, bullshit calls, yeah, yeah. And it's like, um, and he he's he eventually asks like, "Have you been kidnapped?" And she says, "Yes." And it's like, "Oh shit." I'm going to ask you yes or no questions. I was like, oh, shit, that's smart. I didn't even think, you know, of course, yeah, you'd be trained to do this, but I didn't even right. think about it. Right. And it's, 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 it's super smart. It's like, it's like, um, um, so he's like, he's, he's talking to a woman who's been kidnapped. And then he um, finds, he has the address of where the woman lives. He has a phone there. Oh, no, um, I forget how, how did it work out, Michael? Like, did she give her, the, give him a phone number or does he, Find a phone phone number on the well, registry for the. Well, I, the guy yeah. gave her a phone to use, you know, and and yeah. um, the the kind of the, the way it's assumed since she's saying baby sweetheart, he's um, Jake Gyllenhaal assumes that she told the kidnapper, you know, that she needed to call her child to calm her kid down, and you know, right. but she didn't really call the child; she called nine one one. Right. And um, but you know, the way things play out later, it's it's kind of crazy what's really going on. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, he, when he talks to the, the talks to the, he eventually gets to find out a way to talk to the daughter, and then he um, finds out that she's been kidnapped. And then you know he, he you see him. Um, well, he finds he finds that out from the mom, but they get disconnected, and so he looks up the the number and then calls the house number, I think, and that's, that's how he talks yeah, to the, the daughter. The, the house number, that's it. That, yeah. which, I, 
which I thought was interesting because I'm like, who has a house phone now? I don't know, but um, I don't. Yeah, yeah, it, it I exists. agree. It does exist. Yeah. My my only, uh, well, well, I'll I'll get into my complaint here pretty soon about what really bothers me with this movie. Um, but um, anyways, he talks to the daughter, and the daughter tells him a lot, lots of things, and then you see this sort of um, and things I I don't want we don't want to mention here. You can just go watch the fucking movie yourself. But like, yeah. uh, so he you had this awesome, this in, uh, incredible battle with him before having this conversation. He tried to call his ex wife to talk to his daughter, and then um, while he's on the conversation with this with this with the, the daughter of this woman who's been kidnapped, his daughter calls him. And he can't pick up the phone because he has to keep talking to this woman. Right. And it's powerful, um, mo- mostly because as a, just a person, you would know how much that hurts would hurt you. But also Jake Gyllenhaal really <laughs> he really shows he you how it. painful. Yeah, he conveys it very well uh, with his um, his incredible eyebrow work, which I, his oh, eyebrows, yeah. they move. I don't know how they move. They move incredibly. But um, but um, it's and he's trying to talk to people that he knows who also know that he's in serious fucking trouble and trying to get he's trying to basically uh, uh direct certain people to go here do welfare check go here you know follow this it could be possibly a white van oh yeah he's calling have... the, the the highway patrol and having the yeah. cops you know like search him down he's getting shit from this other lady who's tired of his shit like <laughs> when he calls right, her, right. which is yeah. really funny she's like sir <laughs> <laughs> sir yeah sir no she has a total karen moment <clears throat> he does but I also understand where she's coming from too. Like, like I have so many fucking calls right now. I I'm trying to do the best I can. And if you have like serious, like true blue, like through line lead, give it to me so we can fucking figure this out. And, 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 yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but it's intense. It's it's like um, it's like uh, if, if, if like if anybody's ever seen like um, uh, what's it called? Um, oh, I forget what's called. Uh, uh, it's a, it's a it's a movie from the seventies. Uh, about news. Um, it's uh, Newsweek or no, it's not. It's not Newsweek. It's it's got one word to it, and I, I feel like an idiot for bringing it up because I can't name the I can't name the movie. But mm. uh, it's a great network. Network. That's it. Yeah. It's yeah. Great, fantastic great movie. There, there's no there's no action. It's all, most of it takes place in cute like office like like meeting boardrooms and shit. But it's also super intense the entire time. Yeah, it was uh, just it's, so well acted. And so it's so well acted. Yeah, it's just really well acted. Um, and this is kind of the same thing, um, in my opinion. I think it's just like uh, for an, for a director like Antoine Fuqua who doesn't do stuff like this at all. I mean, especially with that horrible remake he did of the um, uh, of the cowboy movie he did a couple. Oh, of Magnificent movies. Seven. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty terrible. But like for the most part, he's an action. He, he's he's a drama uh, influence. An action in, guy. And, and an action guy, and he tried to do it the right way. You know. I was telling you uh, recently that I just rewatched Train Day. Um, it got put on Netflix a couple weeks ago, and, and Netflix uh, uh, Train Day still holds up pretty well to this day. Oh, dude, like, that movie's fantastic! It's great, and but I, I, the thing is though, it's like it's mostly dialogue driven. There's some right. action, there's some action here and there, but it's like a lot of dialogue. Denzel Washington might as well be the fucking narrator of the whole fucking movie. I mean, yeah, dude, he he steals the whole show. He does, he does. Um, that bathroom scene is still one of the most frightening scenes I've seen in the movie to this day. It's crazy. That whole oh, phone yeah. call, like, call her up. I was there. And the whole, like, uh, with Clifton Collins Jones and shit. Yeah, we're about to shoot him in the bathtub. About to shoot him in the fucking bathtub. Like, it was, it's, that's still an extremely intense fucking scene. To, it's like watching Scarface get, you know, about to get cut up in the fucking bathtub. Oh, yeah. It's fucking intense. What's going to happen? 
infamous chainsaw scene. <laughs> infamous chainsaw scene, yeah, man. And yeah, that's kind of how I felt with this one, honestly, because like the whole time you don't really know what's going on, and you keep getting. I don't want to give away too much when we talk about this because there's yeah, a not couple, too much. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think we could get into Jake Gyllenhaal's background. Um, right. I don't think you know, maybe not give away everything, but I don't want to talk about the twist, and you know what I mean. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted. To, I wanted to mention uh, the, the, when I when I was saying that before about uh, giving some stuff away. Spoiler alert! Because of I wanted to talk about that that phone call and like what sort of triggers that phone call and what triggers him to start moving forward with this situation. Right, for sure. And it's, and it's not a redemption thing. It turns out to be a redemption thing, but at first it's just being a good police officer and trying to figure things out. But then it yes. becomes sort of a redemption thing later on. Right. Uh, it involves into like what he's dealing with in his background and everything. Right. Now, have you ever seen, have you ever seen, um, oh, what's that movie called? Fuck. I can't believe it. I can't believe I forgot it all of a sudden. It's a, uh, a movie, um, that, that, that is a, a, a radio, he's a radio personality. Um, and he, he's very popular where they're at. I think it's some snowy winter esque area or whatever. And, um, uh, it takes place in one night and, um, people start calling into the, the, the radio show. Oh, is it the, is it the zombie thing? Yeah. They're like talking backwards. Pot, potty pool or potty something. Pool. Potty pool. Yeah. It's, it's sort it's of great. Pool. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. But it all takes place in a radio station. You don't see anything else. You just see these people reacting to things over the fucking phone. Right. And it's super intense the entire time. Yeah, but I mean, uh, literally, all you're just seeing this this newscaster react to it, and, but he's acting. I forget that guy's name. I know he's he's been in great, so many movies. Yeah, great actor. I don't remember his name. <laughs> but um, three names. So, yeah, and it's so well written, man. That movie's it movie's is. great. Pontypool. Yeah, if any of y'all hadn't seen that, definitely check it out. Yeah, Pontypool is fucking great. It's one. It, it's just I love when when uh when a uh, a, a writer a writer can come around and create something like this where we don't need it. Obviously a director needs to be a good director needs to be involved as well, but for sure that me and you were both surprised that this guy basically turned around everything he's ever done. Movie wise, like directing wise and created something really original for himself, even though it's a remake, but for himself, it is original. Um, right. No, Steve, no, I, I mean... Stephen McCaddy. Stephen McCaddy's the main character's name in Pontypool. I love that guy. He's great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Grant Mazzy. But, um, no... Okay. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree, man. This is nothing like Fuqua's ever done before. And he yeah. does a good job. Like, I, I do feel like the movie just, it kind of, it does drag a little bit, but that's kind of inevitable with a movie like this. Um, But I'm right. still engaged, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I thought he did a good job. So um, I'll, I'll mention real quick uh, before, before we're done with this. Uh, the, my, one of my biggest problems here, and I, I I can see how people wouldn't really think about this. I would hope they would, but I understand it. It's movie magic. I get it. But um, he so he's the nine one one operator, and he steps away and goes into another office. And he's got like fifteen minutes left on his shift, and he's just like disappeared. Right. And like close the blinds and everything, and people come in to check on him, and they don't question why he's in this other office. He's just in this other well, office. I think I think they sent him in there because he's fucking being a, a he's a prick. Like he's an obnoxious, oh, he's a total, he's a total asshole. asshole. Yeah, yeah. And it's because he's so angry and pissed off for for you know what we find out about his background and stuff. 
But like, uh, I I thought it was hilarious that yeah, he just or that he could just go into the bathroom for like fifteen minutes. To, like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like as a nine one one operator, you can't take your normal long ass no. breaks. You know, <laughs> I, I, I might be wrong. Same, I got the same like, same exact thing I was thinking the whole time. Like, like he's like he's uh, he sits at that desk for so long. Uh, after a, after a phone call, I'm like, where are all the nine one one calls? Like, this should be like, a lot, right? <laughs> he's just sitting this... the whole time. It's just like what? It's weird. And I'm sorry. I think this guy needed to be put on administrative leave for whatever he's dealing with because he is fucking unstable. <laughs> he is like losing it. I remember I wrote down in my notes. I was like, he should definitely not be a cop. <laughs> but I mean, he, he's still good at what he does and, and yeah, following yeah, the leads and investigating, yeah. even from you know an office, basically. Right, right. And I think I, I would, I would, you know, I don't want to speak for all cops, but I think a lot of cops are probably this guy in a way. So uh, yeah, I could see that for sure. Uh, but um, they, 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 they want they they feel that they have possibly the heart of gold, but a lot of them also sort of abuse that power. And it's obvious to us in a way that he also abused that power. Um, and uh, as a, as oh a yeah, person. and you don't really ever find out. He, you only have a, you only get a couple of words of him confessing at one point to a person in the movie. I will not we will not tell you, but yeah. um, uh, but it's it, he becomes a real person. Like a real, real person, and he, it's still even when he can quote unquote confesses, you still don't get a lot from that. You don't. No. So, no. Um, you don't. They're, they're like the you, you know what happened and why he did it, kind of. But I mean, I guess not really what you don't know the details about. What you happened, don't. Yeah, you, you don't. Know. You yeah. do know, like you know, he, he explicitly states what he did, and when he's right. asked why he did it, he says why. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. right. Which is good. It's it's very it's intense. Good. And oh yeah, very kind of watershed moment, right? And in a way, like Pontypool, you don't really know the outcome. There's a, there's yeah. a, there's like, um, it's, it's like, um, well, there's a voiceover at the end. There, there is, there is, but like, you still don't really know. There's no like, you know, um, I'll say this. I'm not gonna ruin this for anybody either. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna tease the fuck out of your dick right now or your pussy, whatever. But like the midnight mass. The way that ends is a complete tease. You never know what's going to happen at the end of that. It's crazy. And oh I, yeah, I, but yeah. I mean, it's it's a pretty fucked up. I mean, it's a pretty it's final up. solution. You it know is. what I mean? Like, I hate God. I shouldn't have used those two words. But <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. but I mean, it's it's pretty. For me, it was very straightforward as to what happens. But you're right. Don't get me wrong. That movie or that TV show kept me guessing literally the entire the way through. Whole time, yeah. And I'm still, and I, I, my, as a, as a uh, perk to a great director writer, um, because the girl in the in the, uh, the one of the main ladies, the girlfriend to Riley, uh, she's also uh, my uh, the, the director writer. Um, and the lead actress are married, right? It, yeah, they're married. Yeah, so they yeah. both wrote this thing together. They, they did a great job, and I, but I love that all these news article, these uh, movie uh, sites come out going like. Uh, yeah, terrible idea for a lead up for a second season. I'm like, man, there ain't gonna be no fucking second season. This is it. This is done. <laughs> never gonna be no more second season after this. This is I it. I mean, yeah, so. I, I totally agree. Unless you, well, yeah, we won't even get into that. I don't wanna, I don't run anything about that show because that, that was a fun ride. It's only it like seven fun episodes, ride. I think, but that they're all great. hour long and it was, yeah, it, seven, it was fun. Yeah, six or seven episodes. Man, what a great ride. It was fun. But, um, I like that. I know some people probably won't like that very much in movies, but I, I really like stuff like that where they sort of end like that. You never really know the outcome of it. You can guess the outcome of it, but and we know that right, it's, it's a little ambiguous, you know, right? It's ambiguous. And we kind of we, we 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 have some words spoken to us at the end from sort of news affiliates or whatever at the end of this thing. But anything can happen. 
Who knows? Sure. I don't. Oh yeah. Well, like you know, yeah. Like um, with with um, in regards to the guilty, yeah. What ends up happening with Gyllenhaal's character is not fully defined. Kind of, you know. It's not. Yeah. 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 But he's got a great moment though with his partner. It's a. It's a. It's a. Yes. It's it's almost. Yeah, it's powerful as fuck. It's bringing you to fucking. It drops some tears, man, from your eyeballs, man, big time. Oh, yeah. Shit. It, was, it was a very, very good scene, man. Great acting on both parts. Yeah, even, yeah. even the guy just being the voice on the other end. Was right, great. right. Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. Like all, the, all the voice actors in here are uh, are great because all basically there's people in it, obviously in this one, this this one building, but like the phone calls are so uh, important to this whole yes. situation. And uh, even the the lady that he talks to, that's the, sort of the main lady, and the dad. Oh man, like they're all and yeah. the, the daughter, the little the she little girl. She's so good, um, and the, the, it's it's really great writing. It's really well acted. Uh, it's really well voice acted too, and and it's good. I think it's a really good. I was surprised. I had no idea. Didn't really care. I was like, I don't really care. Whatever, man. Like, dude, I, I saw the description of the day, and I was like, this sounds like silly. I was like, yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, I, was like, yeah. Know, I just kind of went through. <laughs> yeah, the same way. But I'm we glad got. You back, watched it. Me too, because I got back home after seeing a movie that day, and we're sitting around, whatever, and we we popped on the PS4 and start and start scrolling through um, Netflix, and I'm like, well, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I, so we're going to watch this thing. It's eight, you know, Antoine Fuqua directed it. And Joe was like, yeah, let's do it. And started watching. I'm like, holy shit. This is a really good fucking movie. So far. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, it helps when you got someone like Gyllenhaal in the main role. I mean, like that guy, like it's like I was texting you earlier. You know, he could have a script written by a fucking kindergartner and he'd still <laughs> bring an Oscar worthy performance. You know what I mean? But now, Just like I, Prince of Persia. But, oh, yo. Oh yeah, we'll have to talk Such about. Such a bad movie. <laughs> I, I I was thinking about this today. Um, I thought it would be interesting to do all the like the Disney failures, even though I know that, I know that made a lot of money, but people Ooh, forget about. Or like even like video game movie failures too. Oh, we're definitely getting that, but this uh, no one ever talks about like the failures of Disney, like the movie stuff. True. Yeah, it'll be fun to talk about those live ad- adaptations and shit like that because yikes, yeah, got a lot. They got a lot of them, even though. There's some of them that I actually like, like the black hole and stuff like that. But oh no, I um, lo- that that's like one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time. I can't, yeah. I still can't believe it's a fucking Disney movie. That that movie's dark. Yeah, well, so yeah, yeah. Even like the witches or whatever. But we'll, we'll get into that at some point. The original witches. Well, we talked about that back in the day. We yeah, did. yeah, we did. We did that. <laughs> that forget. and I think what was the other one we we watched as well? Uh, the witches of Eastwick, maybe. No, we haven't done that yet. No. Oh, okay, right on. We did the witches. Uh, we've done. Tells from the hood. I don't remember all the ones. We yeah, did. We, yeah, it was fun though. 111 episodes. This is 112 right now. So I know I it's crazy. It's Fucking long, crazy. Long time. But uh, listen, you guys go check this thing out, man. I think you really like it. I think it's. A, I think it plays pretty well, even as a um, for like October time, because it feels like a, a, a Twilight Zone episode. Like yeah, for sure. Time. It's you know, it's it you know. It's just weird. Like I remember, I even wrote down, man. Wow, good twist. You know what I mean? Like I did right. not see that shit coming. Yeah, neither did I, so, dude. Um, yeah, I... it's definitely got that suspenseful um, mystery feel to it, man. Definitely, yeah. definitely good for watching right now. Yeah, no, I think I, I, I honestly think if Ross Ceiling was still alive, if Ross Ceiling was in the beginning and the end, it'd be a perfect fucking Twilight Zone episode. Like, <laughs> yeah, I totally crazy. agree. <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, you guys check this thing out, man. Uh, if you get Netflix or whatever, check it out. It's really, really good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm with Mike. There's drags here and there, but I mean, for the most part, it's a pretty tight. It's a pretty tight movie, and that's right. Why I like and it. yeah, it's 
It's only on Netflix right now, but I'm sure they'll release it to rent in like a month or so. So if anybody else doesn't oh. have Netflix, grab okay. it. You're right. Or check You're... it out. Um, but anyways, uh, Mike, you have anything else to say before you off this thing? Oh, no, man. I mean, it's it was a fun little quick movie to review. Um, we've still got some other things in the pipeline that we're trying to iron out. Just timing's been a pain in the butt for all of us. <laughs> well, it's but, just, um, just yeah. yeah, it's just timing stuff. But yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man, I, I I really enjoyed the movie. It was way better than I thought it was gonna be. Like I said, I you know I kind of passed over it the first time I saw it, and yeah. I'm glad you called my attention to it. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I was able to too because we had uh, me and Joe were like on the edge of our seats uh, and we had a great time watching it. So, but uh, hey, oh yeah, for sure, uh, it's October. It's it's Halloween season, so we got a we got a Halloween trilogy for you guys Ooh. soon. So yeah, <laughs> man, yeah, yeah, yeah. We Hell have. Yeah. We, we might have. We're gonna have a music. We have a. Well, we have a third of the trilogy of of Code and Cambry coming out pretty soon. But we might have to push that back a little bit and do the horror thing first, and then jump into it. But um, but if we will get to it. That's our like all of our favorite happen. ones. Yeah, it's yeah, just it'll happen. that's gonna be a long episode. We want to get everybody we want on there for sure. Yeah, all, and it's it, it, and uh, for us, it's all. It's never like a problem with the movie or the the album. It's mostly just us getting the timing right. For everybody, so, um, but um, we'll get to it. I promise. It's still free, <laughs> so you'll be all right. Uh, but we'll get to exactly. It. But, um, all right. So all you guys out there, have a good night, ladies. Have a great night, and please don't be a piece of shit. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you guys next time. Later. <laughs>